Hey friends, this podcast has been long overdue. I have not made an episode, I believe, since end of January. Um, So let me catch you up on my life first before we hop into the topic. So, let me see. I did the Malcolm and Marie um, episode. Got a, you know, good feedback for that one. And then, like, so much shit happened. Like, my great-grandma passed away a couple of weeks after that. My great-granddad passed away on two different sides of my family. Um, your girl was, like, stressed and depressed about that because I was, like, back-to-back. Um, and then after that, you know, like, try to get over that, deal with that. Um, like... I guess there was really, I feel like there was nothing for me to talk about, but it was like a lot of stuff that I'd be coming up in my mind. I'm like, I probably should say this. Let me make a podcast, make a podcast. And I guess I just really didn't make time to do what I actually needed to be doing um, because I started this podcast for a reason so I can talk, express my feelings about, you know, certain subjects and certain things. And it has been so much going on in the world. Um, but since then, your girl has graduated. I am a degree hotter. Um, got my associates in applied science with a major, I'm sorry, with a focus in um, fashion merchandising. So that happened in May. That was great. That was a big accomplishment for me. Um, you guys have no idea, like, what I went through to get that degree. Like, literally graduated high school in 2012, um, went to... Purdue Calumet, which is in Hammond, Indiana, um, did like a semester there. They ended up finessing me, telling me that my housing was going to be paid for with financial aid. Plot twist, it was not. So I slid up out of there. Um, They would not give me my official's transcript so everything could transfer over when I left there because they told me I had a balance, but I wasn't finna pay for something y'all told me was covered and then y'all waited till the end of the semester to tell me it wasn't covered anymore. Um... So after that, I'm like, okay, cool. I went to South Suburban, did a couple of semesters there. Um, and then I ended up moving from that area because of life shit or whatever. And ended up moving out to the the Streamwood out there by Schomburg. And I just worked. Like, I was legit working almost every day. I was working at Foot Locker, um, then Foot Action and Kids Foot Locker, which brought about my love for... I guess my further love for fashion because I always love fashion and I used to be the girl that was like dressing in Brett Dows and like you know just like fashion has always been something that I loved and always caught my eye so working at Foot Action I met people from Nike um Nike reps and Jordan reps or whatever and we were do designs of the Flight 23 side of the store and it was just like doing floor resets and visual merchandising and window displays and changing mannequins. And it like made me feel so much alive. And I was like, okay, I love this. So I was asking the reps, like, um, shout out to Mike. Um, I was asking them like, so, you know, how do I become what you are? And they basically was like, okay, well, I went to school for, um, I forgot the other girl's name too. I think her name was Jenny. And then Antoinette, my sister, she definitely helped me out. Um, but they were like, yeah, we went to school for visual merchandising. And I'm like, I never even knew that was a like a major. Like I knew fashion design was something you could do, like interior design. But I didn't know visual merchandising was actually like a degree. Um, 
so I was like oh okay and it was like yeah then ironically had all worked at like a Foot Locker or something like that and then um two people actually worked for this company called Franklin Merchandising which like they outsource people for Nike and different brands to like go do like change the displays like how stock displays is up or whatever so fast forward I ended up leaving foot action um I was getting like eight dollars an hour and I was like this ain't cutting it ended up going to work at Chase in the call center for two years um I was probably making the most money I've ever made in my life at Chase by the time I ended up leaving I was I was making a good almost twenty dollars an hour so and I'm like okay I'm living it but I was so stressed like I had never like I always had anxiety but I had like multiple anxiety attacks at that job and it was mainly because one it was a daily thing it was like you wake up you go to work deal with customers on the phone all day you leave work go home eat relax go to sleep do it all over again um and it was like Monday through Friday and I ended up changing my schedule and I started working like I think Tuesday to Saturday so it was stressful um it was like stressful dealing with the company, being like, you know, a young black girl around a whole bunch of um, Caucasians and different ethnicities and different people. It was just a lot to deal with, a lot on my plate. And it was just like, I knew that's not what I wanted. And there was some people there who were like 50 plus who were like working a job just because the benefits were good or they were working a job because they paid good. And I'm just like, this can't be me. Like I'm like, I'm like, y'all degreed and talented and all this and that, but y'all just working this job because it makes sense. And I was like, I don't want to be that person. And I was about the youngest person in my department. And I remember sitting there when I was like, I just can't do this anymore. Like it's like, it got to the point where I was just calling off and then I had FMLA. Like I was taking so many days off work. Cause I was like, this is not good for my mental. Like I remember one call, I don't even know what the customer did. And gee, I just like got off the phone and was like in tears like one person had called and like cussed me out and I'm like wait what like I literally had like a full-blown panic attack at work one day and my mama and brother had to come pick me up from work because I couldn't calm down so I would like your mental health is so important like never let a job stress you out that much never let a job I don't care how much they pay you I don't care how good the benefits is don't let it happen because we get so wrapped up in work and be like, oh, I got to pay my bills. And then you just end up losing yourself and your mental just like is being attacked daily, especially in the situations where you like don't speak up for yourself. And you just allow people to do or say whatever you they want to do because you feel like they're in a higher position than you. And that's like, no, don't do it. I don't care how old you are, um, whatever person you are, do not let work stress you out. Because at the end of the day, these jobs not all jobs, because some jobs do care about you and do want to keep you because you're such a great person, blah, blah, blah. But a lot of these jobs don't really care about you and they'll replace you quick. Um, So, yeah, I ended up getting fed up with it. And um, it was just like I wrote up a resignation letter. I sat down with my manager and I was like, you know what? This ain't it. I was like, I need to go back to school. I was like, I need to finish my degree. This is something that I have to truly do for myself. And Honestly, I probably could have stayed if they offered part-time, but since they didn't and you had to work full-time 40 hours a week, I was like, it's not possible, which was also a better reason for me to, like, leave. Um, so, yeah, I packed up um, and 
I, I didn't believe it. And I was finally um, able to go to Harper, which is in Palatine. And then the reason it was like I had been applying to go to the school and I had went to the school, but my financial aid had ended up getting messed up. So it was just it was like roadblock after roadblock after roadblock. And looking back now, I'm like, everything happened for a reason. I'm glad it happened the way it did. I got to experience some things. Like, Chase was my longest job. Um, and that was, like, a big job as far as... I, I was there for almost two and a half years. But that was, like, you know, corporate. And it was, like, it helped me learn how to talk to people and this and that. But then it's, like, it came with bad parts. It's like I said, I had panic attacks. And even now, like, I literally hate sitting on the phone with people because I used to do it all day. Um, even talking for a long period of time, my throat like just starts to hurt. Cause it's just like, I, I did it all day, every day. Um, <clears throat> I'm literally drinking tea right now. <laughs> um, but it was, it was necessary. Um, I was able to get into Harper and I went for visual merchandising cause I was like, this is just something I have that I want to be on. And the crazy thing is, is that when I went to Purdue, my major was communications so I let you guys know I love to write and my thing was I wanted to be a newspaper writer I wanted to write articles in a newspaper and um I remember a teacher saying like well you know that won't last long everything will go digital and for some reason in my head I didn't I'm like okay well I guess I could never write a paper in a newspaper not realizing like yeah people just gonna go online but I guess he was saying it's like less people will pick up a newspaper and see the articles or something like that whatever it may be um I kind of lost interest in it and I was like I want to write for myself and then like I said fashion came into my life and I was like all right cool bet love fashion let's do fashion um and it was crazy because before I was going to school and I'm like uh school but it was like now that I took my time and I did something that I wanted to do and I'm you know at a point in my life where I actually want to be there it was like school was enjoyable classes were more interesting I was more excited about being there now granted it was not a breeze I had teachers that I wanted to who it was it was just some teachers that did not care about you who didn't see you succeeding in that field um then there was some who were amazing who really were supportive of me and helping me um again Harper is in Palatine um that's like probably t 10 minutes from Schaumburg and it was not I won't say it wasn't diverse because there were a lot of black students at the school they just were not in my department so as far as me being in the fashion department it was probably I'll take tell you like this I didn't have a black classmate until my last year the other year before that two semesters I never had a, like it was, and it was like a lot of the same people that I seen in every class we were all on the same path but I just never seen black students um so you know being the only black girl in a lot of the classes and you know sometimes not speaking up or not you know not coming to class something like that it was like they it was like a look down on me and even when I tried to express the fact that you know as a black student and I felt a certain type of way about a particular teacher and how she talked to me and how she kind of ignored me and like kind of you know didn't pay attention to me compared to the other kids in the class which are all Caucasian um they basically kind of like was like no she'll never do that and I'm like oh, okay cool like it was literally like I'm like okay bet like the semester right before pandemic hit I was like yeah this a wrap like I'm done after school like I was literally about to quit 
And then um, my sister was like, no, nah, keep going. Like I had to reach out to my support system so hard. I was like, I'm done. Like I was almost in tears. Like I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm like, I can't do this. Like a teacher failed me for um, an assignment that I felt like she didn't even try to help with, but the, there was no help from the person that was head of the department. Cause she's like, well, you did a bad job. And I'm like, but she didn't try to help me. And they tried to make excuses or whatever. So fast forward, um, then the pandemic happened and it was made like a little bit easier trying to do stuff online, but the teachers didn't have to get stuff together. But the teacher that I didn't like, I had to take her class again. And it was like a fashion, um, fashion show class. And I was like, damn. Like, I really don't need that stress my last semester. Like, these are my last classes. I am almost done. But by the grace of God, won't he do it? Um, The teacher with the pandemic hit, I was able to take an online class because it was like an option to probably have to be on campus. But this was like kind of early pandemic, so they didn't know. And I was like, nope, don't want to do it. And I was able to reach out to my counselor uh, I mean, my advisor, and she reached out to my teacher and was like, okay, bet, we're going to switch it so you have to do the class. I'm like, okay, cool. So I was able to take, like, a marketing class um, that was, like, based on social media and um, <laughs> took that class, a math class, and then your girl was done. Like, it, it honestly feels weird that I'm done with school and I'm not going back like I'm not getting prepared for another semester or anything like that it's crazy but yes I have my degree and I am so happy that I have it now I need to like try to get out there in a field while also pursuing like my own businesses and expanding my brand um it's just so much that can like happen in your life that you like at that moment you're sad about it and then it's like but boom, years later, you look back and you're like, okay, that had to happen. Like I had to go through what I went through to get to where I am because honestly, my life could have been completely different if I did stay at Purdue Calumet, if I did continue to do a communications degree. Um, there's just so much that life can be different and it's a blessing that it played out the way it did. And I'm forever grateful for that. Um, so yeah, that that literally has been the catch up. Like I've been, you know, at home. Um Oh, actually that did happen. I forgot. I think low key I didn't go get tested because I was at home majority of the time, but I do low key believe that I did have COVID right before my great granddad um passed or like around that time because I couldn't go to his funeral service. So that also put like a lot on my heart and then like I was just stressed and depressed and I was like like thinking about death a lot and I had to like it hey honestly I wish I could have found me a therapist but I've been trying to find me a black therapist and I cannot find one that takes my insurance a black female therapist at that um but I I definitely was I had a depressed moment I had well like weeks and I was heavily thinking about death and I felt like it was surrounding me and it was too much and I just had to talk to Jesus and was like all right no this is a wrap like I don't like this feeling I don't like feeling like this like I need to live for me you get one life I need to enjoy it and I pulled myself out of that depression and I'm again grateful for that because it's like I started appreciating certain stuff more um yeah like all right so we're going to take a quick break. Um, I will be 
right back. I am going to go ahead and get into the topic of communication because, baby, y'all ain't ready. Clearly, they really ain't ready. But, uh, BRB. I'm like peace. I'm like whatever. We could be. We could be something. But I don't know just where we're going. Take me in circles. But I like it. regular scheduled programming all right welcome back so thank you for catching up with me and finding out how i am doing again i am in a place right now of one looking for a car which has been a stressful situation um outside of looking for a car i've just been trying to be at peace with you know, graduating, um, finding peace in my life, finding happiness in my life, being around people who actually, um, you know, love me, support me, care for me, bring me peace, people that make me happy, um, like eliminating people who don't really serve, excuse me, who don't really serve a purpose in my life. Not that it's people that I've lost contact with, not saying that they no longer serve a purpose, but it's like, they're not bringing me any more peace in my life. Um, so I've been like, weeding out certain people from my life I've been trying to like stay focused on my businesses and um, be more active on social media with my businesses figure out what I'm gonna do about like releasing this project that I really truly want to release before the end uh, before the year ends Um, debating possibly moving out of the state Um, but that's really up to God in my career whatever job I pick in whatever state that is in, that's where I'm going to move to. So I don't know where that's going to be. And I'm not speaking on it forever because I don't know what I want to do or where I want to be. I don't know what companies I want to work for. Um, but you know, again, your girl got a little degree or whatever. So push me up the line a little bit, but, um, yeah. So I've been really trying to like focus on happiness, um, and finding peace in moments. Like literally today I woke up this morning and for something like I could, it took me forever to go to sleep last night. And then I woke up this morning, um, lit, had to make this hair appointment, but it was like supposed to be set, like be sold out in like minutes. So I had to wake up early. Um, and then it took me so long to like go to sleep from now. And I'm like twisting and turning. I'm like, oh my God, like I just didn't know what it was. And recently I've been having a dispute with this guy I've been talking to or whatever. And at first, like, it didn't bother me. Then it started bothering me. I'm like, all right, cool. What's going on? Like, I'm like, this this is taking, like, too much of me, especially for somebody I'm not in a relationship with. But it was, like, I had to wake up this morning. And I'm like, okay, we're going to choose peace. Like, I'm literally going to choose peace. Like, I felt better. I got up, um, did my skincare routine. I washed the dishes, got in the shower, put some clothes on. Like, you know, I'm like, I just want to choose peace. Like, I watched church day and everything. I'm like, I need, like, no matter what I'm mad about or who I'm mad at or how somebody else is feeling towards me, it's like, 
that don't really bother me right now. Like peace is what I need. Peace is what, what settles me and peace is what I need to be surrounded with. Um, I am not a fan of bad vibes. I am a picker upper. That don't even sound right. Um, I notice vibes. I know it's, I notice energy. And once energy is off between you and somebody or people around you, you can just tell. And it's like, I don't, I need good energy. I need good vibes. Like, honestly, I could have a million people in my house as soon as I walk out the door, I'm finna break that sage. <laughs> like, or if, if I feel like anything negative happened in my day, I'm finna sage the crib, open the windows, open the doors, get some church music, talk to Jesus, my ancestors, and get my house in order. I feel like your home should always be your place of peace. Um, so yeah, big topic has been communication. And I feel like I've always been like, I'm a talker. This is why I decided I want to do a podcast because I am a talker. And that's probably why I'm also a writer because I talk. Um, I've always felt like, well, I guess not always stuff like I'm not the best communicator. I'm working on myself being a better communicator with other people. Um, I used to think that people would just assume that I was mad and they would try to try to fix it. Or I'll be like, okay, whatever. I don't care. Like how that I don't care attitude when really deep down you do care and you're mad that they don't care enough to try to care after you tell them not to care. Um, I'm that person. Well, I used to be that person. Um, the older I got, the more I realized communication matters. Um, communication is key in all relationships, um, friendships, um, intimate relationships with relationships with family or parents, children, like communication is a very big thing. And I feel like in most cases, we were not taught how to communicate. And I say that because I feel like I, it's actually funny. I seen this video. It was a TikTok um, Facebook the other day. And the guy was like um, doing stages of, of his life as a boy to a grown man. And it was like he like oh dad I did this and he was like well don't be happy about that boys don't do that or oh dad I'm crying it was like well boys don't cry and blah 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 and it was like and then he was him I think at 27 and he was like he couldn't communicate well in a relationship because he couldn't communicate well with his father and I'm like that really be like that's normal like for us growing up especially I feel like in my generation people who are under 30 between like 22 23 and 30 right now we it, it was kind of like a you don't talk about it or you know whatever happens in my house stays in my house type of thing it's like you don't communicate what goes on outside of your house with other people who don't live there and growing up in that mindset you're just like okay so then I don't talk or you are in a relationship and you're like okay so we don't have conversations like you know and it's not even just relationships it's even friendships it's like certain um you know friendships you feel like you're supposed to have full conversation with people and express how you feel and then sometimes people don't reciprocate that well because they're not used to communicating so it's like you can be a great communicator on one end and then on the other end you're begging for attention from somebody or you're begging them to talk to you and then it drains you because you're putting so much emphasis on them not communicating that it's like okay so what 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 do I do and um it's like like honestly I feel like we were not taught how to communicate well and that lack of communication is a main failure in relationships um I feel like every guy I've ever dated 
has pulled away in some way when it came to communication. Now, not to say that all of them had communication issues, but it was like, you know, you can kind of tell a person from a person who either is upset or gets angry fast and doesn't just want to talk and they just kind of shut down. But that's kind of like who we were. It was like growing up, it was like, if you, you want to talk you and you did something wrong, like I can't explain to you because you cussed me out already or I'm getting yelled at or I'm getting whooped or it was just like, you know, like. Even if it didn't happen to you personally, you've seen it happen to other people. And you're like, okay, well, if I speak up, I'm wrong. And it's even like talking back to adults. It's like, or, and it's like, honestly, say you're growing up with a parent and you're like, okay, well, but you did this. And it's like, are you talking back to adults? You think you've grown now? And it's like, no, I'm trying to get you to understand where I'm coming from and why I feel the way that I feel about this situation. And... It like literally carries over into our adult lives where we're just like either so on the defense and we're just so we're attacking other people based off of things that they say to us and not realizing that our response comes off harsher than it's supposed to be. Or even like you saying something and you know how you say a contact of a the context of a sentence changes based on the punctuation at the end. So it's like, you can be like, I don't care, period. And it's like, that's a statement. Then you're like, but I don't care, question mark. Like literally the way you say something comes off differently, especially to a person that's already upset or a person that's mad, like whatever they're saying comes off in an aggressive way, aggressive tone. And it's like communication does not get helped because text messages, social media, like we communicate so much through text and communicate so much through social media that we're not having that face to face interactions anymore. We're not talking to people. We're not having in-depth conversations. And believe me, I've been in enough situations. Shout out to Deja because she know (laughs) that we've had full-blown arguments and fights based off miscommunication and that's because we're texting all the time we were texting and and while we're texting we're having conversation and something I say come off wrong to her and without even knowing that they came off wrong then she says something and then we back and forth beefing like we legit go recently just rekindled off of not talking for almost half of a year And it's like, that's crazy based off miscommunication and based off the person misconstruing what you said, your whole friendship would just be gone in like a blink of eye. And of course, we both were stubborn and hard headed and petty and didn't want to talk to each other and muting each other on social media and blah, blah, blah. But, you know, that that friendship wasn't over yet. So we ended up like rekindling it. But it's just like, I feel like. We need to communicate better. Um, It could be a reason why I feel as though all black people, men, women, and children need to go to therapy because we are haunted by our past and our past molds us to the people that we are. And we're so afraid to step out of that shell that we were molded into. We are so afraid to not be that person that our parents tried to raise us to be and to be our own person and to speak up for ourselves because we're like, well, if that's what I was trained to do, who am I if not that person? 
And it's like, it's crazy. <laughs> like, I, I I honestly feel as though if we all went to therapy at least once, twice, and found somebody that we can talk to and breathe with. Like, I literally did one therapy session. Um, I stopped it because it was like $150 and they didn't take my insurance. Um, but this made me want to do therapy for real because I did. And it was like a consultation of like 30 minutes. And when I tell you... I had never, ever spilled my life to a person the way I did to that lady on that video call. I mean, on that, uh, on that video call because this was during the pandemic. Baby, like, she was like, so how are you? And I'm like, well, Jesus. I'm like, girl, this, 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 this. It's like I was literally spilling myself to somebody that I didn't even know. But it felt comfortable to talk about things that you're supposed to not talk about. It felt comfortable talking to somebody who doesn't know you, who can't judge you, who can't run next to the person next to you and go tell somebody about you. Like, it just felt comfortable. And I feel like that's also a reason we don't communicate. We're afraid of the word of the words that we say. Okay, let me see how to phrase it. Okay, we're afraid that the words that we say may hurt somebody. Um, we're afraid that we don't know what's going to happen next. Like, if I say this one thing, is it going to take this person to another level? Is it going to anger that person? Um, we're afraid of disconnect. We're afraid of being let down, um, getting our feelings hurt. Where our pride is so big, especially in my generation, we have the biggest amount of pride. Um, we're stubborn. Um, we have this "I don't give a fuck" attitude. If you don't want to talk to me, I don't want to talk to you. We blocking people back to back. Like, it's it's a thing that has become so common. When it's like it can all be so easy if we just sit down and have a conversation. And I feel like that's probably a thing where people don't like me too much. So I'm like, gee, let's talk. Let's have a conversation. Like, you mad, I'm mad. Let's calm down for a second and let's talk. It's, it could all be that simple. Like, I feel like whatever we need to get off our chest can get off our chest at this one, at this moment. And then that that let let that be it. Like, let that be whatever our beef is. Let's talk about it right now. Let it be a wrap. And I mean, and believe me, I understand some situations you can't talk right there on a drop of a dime. Some situations you need to let it like marinate. You got to think about what you say, because honestly, having that argument right off the back or having that conversation off the back while you're both mad, you're going to say something you ain't mean to say, even no matter how mad you are, like, you know, you would have been call somebody a bitch because <laughs> you like you ain't mean to say it but you want that's how you felt in that moment so sometimes you do need to take that break but it's like after a while you have to think about what's more important especially in a relationship is he more important than the argument that you're having is our relationship more important than us beefing like could we in reality be out chilling laid on somebody's beach somewhere me and somebody's son or can we be sitting here in chicago in the rain arguing and beefing and not talking to each other it's like you really just gotta choose your battles it's like you you have to understand how to talk to people 
I've always been told you ha- it's not what you say, it's how you say it. You cannot come off aggressive to somebody. Um, even if that's your mindset at that time, you have to learn how to control your tone with people because some people, like you can say you're not yelling at them and some people feel like that's exactly what you're doing. Like I feel like, oh, don't need a sip of tea. Um, it's like... I feel like you're screaming at me. I feel like you're yelling at me. I feel like you're belittling me. I feel like you're disrespecting me. I feel like I'm I'm being talked to as a child. And that is one of my biggest pet peeves. Do not talk down on me and talk to me like I'm a child. Do not talk to me like I don't know what I'm talking about. Don't accuse me of something I know I didn't do. And don't continuously tell me that I'm doing something wrong or that I did something and I know I I'm not doing anything like you like well yeah you did this on purpose like no I didn't I I didn't do anything purposely (laughs) like what do you mean um it's just like we need to learn how to communicate better and I can't fully blame our parents but it's like sometimes you parents don't know how to communicate well it's like they'll wait and let something boil up inside them before they come reach out and say something to you And I feel like that's how a lot of friendships and relationships end because we are holding everything in. That is why writing is therapeutic for me. Um, Poetry and just writing down my thoughts and how I feel helps me breathe. It helps me see or understand more how I feel because I'm not going to go cuss you out. And I, the, the the state that I'm in, I'm not cussing you out at all. I feel like I'm, not, I'm me cursing you out puts too much energy on me being mad. Why waste energy and time in an argument when we could just be chilling? We could be laid up right now, but you want to argue. I ain't got time for it. Like, it's that's why I choose peace. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I wake up and I choose violence. Because violence be the first thing on my mind. But other than that, I choose peace and positivity. Because, you know, sometimes you just got to get it together, cuss somebody out and come back. And it's, it's really, I just feel like if we had better communication skills, if we learned how to talk as adults without arguing and without fighting, um... We be better. There'll be more long lasting relationships. Um, and that also has to do with us growing up because we if you grow up in situations where all you see is arguing and fighting, then that's what you become. Like no matter how hard we say, I'll never be that person, somehow, some way that person gonna slide into your life because that's what you're used to. It's just like when we were growing up, we like, I ain't gonna never smoke uh, I ain't gonna never smoke weed. We all at her high as hell now. I understand why they were smoking weed when I was younger. <laughs> it makes sense. Liquor do. Um, but it's like you're, you come accustomed to what you see and what you know. And if anger is the first thing that somebody did in the past, that's kind of like you like, well, I feel like they, you know, their point was made when they yelled. Or they got their point across more when they were screaming at my face. And it's like, so I'm going to do the same thing because you ain't going to play with me. You ain't going to play with my emotions. Like, God, why are we these people? <laughs> um... We legit become what we don't want to become. And we continue to work on ourselves. And I feel like that's so big for us to first step is admitting that we're wrong. And that's hard. 
admitting that you were wrong is so hard and you're just like no I ain't wrong I did my shit right like I'm not tough you wrong don't tell me I'm wrong but it's like no sometimes you're wrong (laughs) not all the time because I mean you know I be right a lot of time but a lot of times (laughs) majority half and half you're wrong about a situation about the way you said something or about the way you came off and you just have to admit that and a lot of times sometimes you just gotta take that L like sometimes you like okay I was wrong even if I don't even if the initial thing that I said wasn't wrong at some point I start egging on that anger at some point I crossed the line that you crossed and now we beefing and yes I was wrong but it take a lot to admit that it take a lot to admit when you're wrong about a situation because you're like I'm not wrong or you don't want to be wrong or you don't want to feel like you know you you want to make sure people people you want to make sure niggas know they can't disrespect you. You want to make sure they know you ain't going to play with me and I'm not the other bitch. That's that's it. Plain and simple. Like, I can't even be about my, cl- my curse words because that's how true. That That's what I mean. Like, you got to let them know I'm not the one to be playing with. I'm not that other girl you used to mess with. I'm not your ex-girlfriend. I mean, in God's eyes, I'm not the other nigga. Like, it's really... And that's where the anger come from. That's where the beef and come from. That's where we, while we arguing, because you have to prove to them that you're not the other person. When sometimes you really gotta take that L. Sometimes you just really got like IG whatever. But I'm not saying. Let me let y'all know I am not saying taking L in every conversation because baby you don't be wrong all the time. You was right. He was wrong. Period. Point blank and period again. You ain't gotta admit. That you was wrong when you don't feel like you were wrong. Stand your ground sometimes. Sometimes you need a good argument. Because they ain't hear you no other way. <laughs> sometimes you got to go ahead and speak your mind. But, you know, I feel like I could probably go on for hours about communication and how it needs to be fixed. And how we need to communicate better in the black community. We need to communicate better amongst ourselves um, and our generation um, and our families and our friendships and our relationships. I just feel like even with children, like communicating with them and letting kids talk and, you know, explain what's wrong and explain how they're truly feeling because we don't know what's going on in the next person's mind. I wish I could. Um, I wish I had that power, that superpower. But then again, that's not like a burden to know all the time what somebody's thinking and how they're feeling. Um and it's honestly, it could not even be you. Somebody can literally be mad at you or have an argument with you based off something somebody else did the day before. And that's just real life. Like they're mad about something lingering from before, but you're right there and you're open, easy, easy target. So I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to attack you because you're here. And there's nothing you could do about that. Yes, you can try to be, you know, OK, let's talk. What's wrong? What happened? But it's like some people are afraid to admit when they think it's bothering them. They're afraid to admit when they're vulnerable. Um, they're afraid to tell you when their day just wasn't good. Because we're just so commonly used to saying, I'm fine. I'm good. Because really, for some reason, we don't think people actually care. That That's the main thing. We don't think people are, we don't think people care enough to know how we are truly doing 
and that's sad because that's even in close friendships like and I I'm a like I'm I'm a person that does it I'll have like a close friend how you doing oh I'm good but in reality I'm stressed or I'm depressed or I'm mad or I'm angry but it's like eh I'm not gonna put my burden on you I'm good girl how you doing tell me about your problems I can listen for you and it's like sometimes you gotta turn off that that switch and just like be vulnerable let people know how you really feeling because you don't ever want to get to the point in life where you even on the verge of suicide or you're like driving yourself crazy because everything that you want to say is bottled up inside of you you never want to get to that point in life where you feel like there's nobody to talk to like I can't express this feeling to anybody because there's always somebody out there even a complete stranger can literally become your best friend or and it's like no like let me say watch who you tell stuff to because some people and I've experienced this, some people will either take what you say and run with it and go tell somebody else they'll take what you say and console you at that moment and they'll end up using what you said about your ex and trying to go be with him so you could like you know it it, to things have happened um like watch who you share yourself with now if you feel like it's people you can trust and you love and care about do that if it's like you you feel like you need to go pay somebody to do that do that but don't bottle up who you are don't bottle up your feelings inside of you because you need to get that out you need to let people know I'm actually not okay. Like, let's talk. And it's, sometimes people be like, oh, I really don't care if you're good enough. And it's other people who are like, nah, gee, what's really wrong? And I am grateful for my friends that be like, nah, but for real, you good? Like, okay, girl, let me tell you. Like, I, I love to have the fact that I have my support system like that. And I feel like everybody needs a strong support system. It literally takes a village. Um, and yeah. Let me, I feel like I'm, I'll be talking forever. Um, so I'm going to wrap up this segment about communication. I would love to one day bring on a male guest to talk about men and how they communicate or fail to communicate or how do they feel on the opposite of communication. Um, I promise guys, I will be back. I will be making more podcasts. Um, I just realized that it was as easy as instead of me like setting up my mic and having it on my laptop, it's easy to just record them and like record it on my phone. Um, so it's like, I need to stop saying it's like, I didn't say that a million times. Sorry. Um, and my daddy used to say that all the time growing up. Like, why you say like so much? Who put that in our mindset to think that was okay? Anyway, um, I want to do more episodes. I have so much to talk about. Um, I want to just be real with y'all and talk to y'all really. Like sometimes this is my outlet and I, I'm telling you my goal when I started my podcast was to bring people on and have real life communication. I'm sorry, real life conversations with them. So that'll be coming up soon. Um, I'm praying for you guys. Everybody be blessed. 
find love, find happiness, especially if you got even if you got to find love within yourself before you find love out there in the world, find it, be at peace with yourself. Congratulations to anybody that just achieved something. Happy birthday to anybody whose birthday it is. I'm just wishing success, happiness, and love on all of us. Y'all stay blessed. Um, I'll be back. I, I promise you guys, I will be back. This is not the last episode for months. I promise I'll try to do at least an episode. I, my, my goal is to try to do an episode every month um, until I can get comfortable with doing an episode every two weeks. So, you know, work with me. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And if you have any question, com- questions, comments, or concerns, hit me up. This is My My Thoughts, a podcast with Jay. You can reach me on Instagram at underscore picture me perfect underscore. I am Jay Nerdy on Facebook, underscore all that jazz on Twitter. Um, and I'm on Snapchat, but I don't need anybody to know my Snapchat name. <laughs> um, but yeah. I'm out here. Y'all stay blessed. Bye, friends.